Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Next 7 Days podcast series, where we break the season down into week-by-week segments, bringing on a new guest hunter every week that specializes in their time frame. We're starting off at September 14th and running to November 30th, covering every segment of the season, starting with early season into the October lull, into the rut, and the second. Let's get ready to hunt the Next 7 Days with Ryan Glitzy, the Moose. Welcome to the White to Legacy podcast, coming in your ear holes, and it is go time. It is the best time of the year. I am actually recording this episode, this intro, the night that I missed the buck, the JoJo buck. If you're listening to the 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 Recation podcast series, so a uh, little bit discouraged on the energy for sure. Missed 160 inch deer tonight, so. Let's get the people make this possible. Going to get in the show. Start off with Exodus Outdoor Gear. Um, if you guys are in the market for a mobile cam, arrows, if you're looking for some content, um, look no further than Exodus Outdoor Gear. If you guys aren't following their Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, you're missing out. Their YouTube is absolutely phenomenal. Um, their arrows are shooting really, really good this year. The new MMT custom-built arrows and the render is the best trail cam market uh, trail cam on the market for the mobile cam wise. Um, love everything about Exodus. Love the people behind them and really proud to support them for year after year. Um, and don't forget they have that five year no BS warranty um, covering theft and damage on all their cams. Um, if you're in the market for a new bowstring, I had Tony on an episode of uh, the Rutcation series. 
if you're in the market for new bowstring, um, you can hit him up at 330archery.com. Um, that's 330archery.com, and uh, he'll get you what you need. He has about a week turnaround right now, um, so if you're hustling to get something done and you want to get you know, back into your bow mid-season, you have something something happen, um, he can get you set up real quick. And uh, I almost sent the Afflictor uh, K2 through a buck tonight. That's what I'm shooting tonight. And uh, let me tell you what, that limb that I hit instead, it absolutely destroyed that limb, um, sent that arrow flying. Uh, that's just part of hunting, uh, bad circumstances, but uh, really excited to put that Afflictor to work. Uh, still got a lot more days to hunt, but I'll be shooting the new K2. They do have a hybrid mechanical, um, multiple fixed blades, and an another mechanical. So if you guys are in the market for a new broadhead, check out Afflictor Broadheads um, at afflictorbroadheads.com. All right, let's get into the show, guys. All right, we got Ryan on tonight. How are you doing, man? Good, real good. Doing real good. Well, it is absolute go time right now in the Whitetail Woods. And oh, this yeah. is your absolute time to shine. Yep, I live um, for this time. Yeah, you're living for this time. You're about to put in an absolute grinder. We know you've already been putting in hella work out there. Um, but we're talking about November 2nd through the 9th here. And uh, we want to know how Ryan Glisky is going to hunt those seven days. We know you've been su super successful in the rut. That's why we wanted to, you know, to get you on during this, this series. Um, we're going to start right off, do a quick introduction of who you are, maybe some uh, quick success that you've had in the, you know, the last few years in the rut, and then we'll get right into the show. Uh, Ryan Glitzke, everybody knows me as Moose, um, from Southwest PA. Um, I am, everybody pretty much knows me as a rut hunter. Um, you get into that last, you know, week of October and Halloween to this time frame here, just when I shine, um, November 2nd to November 9th, I'd say I killed probably 60, 70% of my bucks in this time frame. I would have to say, um, I've been pretty successful in this time frame. Um, it's just, uh, uh, just, I don't know if it's from where I hunt in PA. I've just learned to grind it out this time of year. And this is when I've noticed a lot of the bigger bucks up on their feet and deer in general up on their feet this time of year. And uh, this is just when I shine. Yeah, I, me and homie are always watching Instagram like, all right, one of these days, Ryan's going to be on there with an absolute hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's in this stretch right here. We know it's going to be up there. So um, we love seeing it. But let's get right into it. What? OK, it's you know, it's the second of november you're going in what is the absolute perfect scenario for you your style of hunting today and what you know what what you're going to go after if you're in this time frame here november 2nd through 9th what what what's going to get me going and get me excited and have a ton of confidence where i want to sit um i'm going to want to be in a hub type system that i'm surrounded by bedding there's a terrain feature something you know, there's multiple bedding areas around me. I'm in some type of terrain pinch. Doesn't have to be super tight necessarily, but something that's going to pinch these bucks down as you're cruising. Um, the weather's going to work out great. You're going to have a northwest west wind, you know, 10 plus miles an hour. Nice frosty morning. The weather's going to cooperate. You know what I mean? Um, high pressure day, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm going to be doing dark to darks and leading up to this time frame too. what really is going to get me confident and really give me confidence sitting dark to dark in a, in a, in a spot two or three days in a row. Cause that's what I would like to do in this time frame is I'm going to have some historical data camera 
and ass in a tree basically over some years past in a certain area where I'm going to have a lot of comments. But leading up to this time frame and right now is am I getting multiple pictures of multiple good bucks in an area? If I've got, it doesn't matter if they're nighttime or daylight, I really don't care. But if I'm getting multiple picks right now of, of a couple shooters, I'm, I don't necessarily chase after one buck. So you give me two, three, four shooters in a general area in this area where I can sit my ass down for two, three days and the conditions are right, I'm going to feel really, really confident. Yeah, so you want to be in your absolute best stand you got. You know you got good history there, um, and you know you're that you're on top of some does. You're, you're next to doe bedding where you you got multiple bucks on trail camera. Yeah. In that yep. area. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in around them bedding areas. I want to be have multiple bucks on camera if I can. I want to have two or three plus shooters. You know, I'm always looking for opportunity instead of looking just for a certain buck. Me, that's how I hunt in my areas. But I want to be in – an area where I'm going to have multiple opportunities. I'm going to be in that in a, in a terrain, a habitat type situation where there's a lot of things coming together. You know what I mean? Um, there's, there's just not one thing coming here. I'm not concentrating maybe just on a single creek crossing. I'm I'm concentrating a bigger hub style system of, of different terrain features, different habitat features. That's my money spot. I can spend those spots there where I like to spend two, three, multiple days in a row, dark to dark. I feel pretty confident. My cameras are telling me everything to do. I've got historical data for that area. I'm feeling pretty confident I'm going to get an arrow in something. Yeah, I could. You're just talking about that. I, I could imagine these spots that me and Homie have that are just like that. I'm like, all right, one of us needs to be there. One of us needs to be here. Like, that's just the textbook spots, you know? Yeah, guys are going to get in trouble. And this is where guys will struggle in a rut. A lot of guys say they struggle in a rut. This is where, guys, you got the spot. Your entrance and exit's good. You can hunt this spot two or three days in a row. Don't be scared of that now. You don't need to move every day. There's situations even in a rut where, yeah, you can you can get down middle of day, move and scout and all that. There's times for that if you're not in the game. But if you got the historical data, you got the in-season data right now, you don't need to go find it. You have it. You know what I mean? Some guys struggle with it. They think they need to move all the time. You're in it. So stay there. Put the time in a couple of days. Now, if it goes cold, get the hell out of there. You know what I mean? But if you're in the hot seat, stick it out as long as you can. If the game, you know, if it's hot, stick it out, boys. That's what you got to do right now. Put your time in a tree. <clears throat> I like what you're saying there about, you know, don't be scared to sit it out for two no. to three days. I feel like with, with everything coming on, saddle hunting, the gear is getting lighter. As far as tree stands coming along, a lot of guys feel like that they have to move because everybody's been talking about being mobile and moving, and it is a great tactic. Cody and I banged it out two years ago out there, and um, one thing that we always try to do in this time frame here is set up an evening hunt and also be in a good spot for a morning hunt. That way, you can just slip right in and you're just ready to go. You're not out there banging around in the morning. And I know sometimes it's not, you're not able to be in a good evening spot in a good morning spot. Yeah. And uh, this is just mostly around Magnum's area when we're hunting them out there going two weeks. So yeah, just like you said, don't be scared to sit it out. I like to get in there because um, just like you were talking about them hubs and, you know, them travel routes and the pinches and stuff. The, the time that you've been there, it's just less time until a shooter comes through there. Cause you know, it wants to come. It's yeah. just, you got to be there when he's, when he's there and if he hasn't been there for six hours that's six hours that's time gone by until he's going to be there again 
Yeah. Like what you go into situation, like a lot of times what I do in the situation like this going into this time frame is I think back now I will hunt a new spot. Maybe I found the postseason in this time frame. Maybe I'll give it a day or two. But a lot of times I'm going back off my historical history of areas. And when I'm going into this week here, I'm thinking, what is my best of the best? Where is the cream of the crop of my locations that I know I have multiple shooters and I have history of these areas? I've got two or three stands that I know are money stands. That's where I want to be. You know what I mean? Occasionally, yes, I will go off script and maybe an area I found a postseason and I got some camera data recently and in season looks good, you know, scouting wise, I'll hunt a newer spot. But typically I'd say 90 plus percent of the time I'm planting an ass, my ass into a spot in these days that I have some history with, you know, that's me personally. That's how I handle that. I'm, I feel so confident going, sitting in the stand that you've got history with you've either killed or had some close calls or had a ton of historical data in that area, man, sitting all day is a lot easier when you think you're in the game. Yeah, way easier. So let's say, you know, you, you banked it out in that new, that spot that you had good success and it just, it just didn't work out for you. So you're looking for a new, you're looking for a new spot. Um, what kind of sign are you going to be looking for at this, this time of year to, to make you say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a really good go here. You know, I, when it comes to in-season scouting this time this time of year for me, I'm necessarily not necessarily always breaking down and scouting midday into a new spot. You know, I, that happens sometimes. But for me personally, I'll be honest, it doesn't happen. Um, if plan A doesn't work out, I have already know where plan B is on where I'm going. I've got an area, like I said, there's two or three spots in my head. Okay, A didn't work, I'm going to B. Now, you slide into B, and you can tell if it's cold. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to be able to tell, you know, I, how I feel is once I leave the truck and I'm heading to that spot, no matter where it's predetermined, you're still reading the woods as you're walking in or walking out at night. You're still going to see some sign. You're going to see tracks. You're going to see the rub. You're going to see the scrapes along the logging road. You're going to see, you know what I mean? That's all piece of that puzzle still. You may necessarily not be going deep in wood scouting, but you can still read the woods each week of the season you can see that from the beginning of october to the end of november you can as you walk through the timber you can read it you know what i mean you can gauge the activity in a certain area you know so you're using past season data more than you are this season right now yes i mean definitely in seasons there a lot of that's probably more off a lot of the camera data you know what i mean you know if i'm getting uh good bucks on camera this time of year, of course, that's going to be my in-season, you know, fuel there to, to make a decision also. So this kind of goes right into our next question here is how far back on that trail camera data are you using? And I'm not talking so much as historical. I'm talking uh, current uh, trail cam picture. Are you, going, are you using three days? If he hasn't been here in three days, it's probably not a good spot. Are you using one week or two weeks? I know two weeks, that's kind of a long time when you're getting yeah. this time frame here because shit is changing fast. Yeah, to me, it's it, it does go off that historical part of that area, you know, because if you had camera soaking there over the years past, so the historical part of that does come into play for me. What that area has told me in the past, a lot of times we're learning what they did this year, they're going to do next year, same time frame a lot of times. But I would say, say this November 2nd through November 9th, I'm probably going back to that Halloween week. It leading up to 27, 28, I'm getting some, say I'm getting to 25th, 26, 27. I'm getting some nighttime pictures of a couple shooters. They're getting 5 a.m., 
maybe 11 p.m. I'm starting to see some activity there. That's not too far off from some, you know, some daylight hours there. Like I said, I don't really concern so much with the nighttime picks that time of year. Um, it's the multiple picks. If I'm getting multiple picks with multiple bucks. It's just a matter of time, and typically that November 2nd, November 9th, that's a pretty good time frame. They're going to daylight in there. So that I would say about a five-day to seven-day window prior to this window is where I'll start really keying in on these bucks. Even if it's nocturnal activity, that's okay. They're in that area. They're starting to look for does. Yeah, and I would say, personally, for me, I kind of go, I would say about five to seven days, too, because I feel like, yeah. right, if he was here last Wednesday, man, you know, I get – back to that Tuesday through Thursday of the following week, I'm like, okay, you know, we, we might be in the ball game here. Time for him to come back through and maybe check this other dope yeah. group over here now. So um, I'm right with you there on the, on the five to seven days. It's just, if, if it's a red cam out there, uh, a lot of seat time going on right now. So I'm not sure I'm going to get a check it like me to. So relying on the mobiles a little bit more to tell me, I hope yeah. I got them moving in a good spot. Yeah. And uh, hopefully use them to tell me where I need to go. Yeah. The cell cams, like I said, I necessarily don't uh, hunt like, over my cell cams, but uh, they can, but in the like general area where you're hunting, um, that can really, really save you some time, you, you know, being in the right area, you know, if you're getting yeah, good. And, I mean, we got a couple of private pieces and, you know, they're so damn small. If the buck's on one camera there, you're like, all right, we're in the game here because he's on the property, you know, and yeah. the property is, you know, usually less than 40. So we got a shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll hit you with a couple of would you rathers here real quick. Okay. Um, this is going to be a good one because you already kind of talked about this. All right. Would you rather hunt the doe bedding or a pinch point i mean it's gonna be doe bedding all day perfect scenario a pinch in around the doe bedding area. <laughs> no i knew i knew you were gonna say that this way you let it off with. that's actually what i'm, I'm like oh, one, but yeah <laughs> all right are you a uh, hunt one target buck guy or are you just out there hunting a shooter uh like our buddy josh prophet says hunting like a coyote hunt for opportunity Hell yep, yes. like yep yeah yep yep he needs to put all that right, in a t-shirt. Right, would you rather? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, would you rather be in a box blind over a food plot on private, or be out there on public banging away? Public, one hundred and ten percent every day. <laughs> got that acreage. Got that yeah. acreage. You got gotta have room to run. Always baby. public. I want public. <laughs> I've hunted the private <laughs> stuff. I'm not wrong. I'm not against it. You know what I mean? Um, but man, I like being able to roam. Something happens today. Somebody shits in my Wheaties today. I just move, you know. Buffalo right. chicken sandwich or peanuts? What's your go-to? <laughs> what are you choosing? Buffalo chicken. <laughs> That's my go-to snack during season. People are like, yeah. scent control, scent control, and I pack in a buffalo chicken deli sandwich. Yeah, I, I hate peanuts, so I'd go to the Buffalo. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> uh, All right. What is um, maybe one weird thing that you do that probably doesn't help, even though you might think it does? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Man, I don't know. You, you know what's something weird that I, I don't know if it's weird to say. I don't know what it helps me or doesn't help me is uh, – you know, we spend a lot of dumb money on this shit. You know what I mean? And I'm about as diehard as anybody. My bow is older than dirt. 
I think it's going to be either 16 or 17 years. I think it is this season. I can't remember. I just refuse to buy a new damn bow. And it just confidence. Now, I think it just helps me because I'm confident, damn thing. But the technology is saying if I buy a new damn bow, I'd probably shoot even better. I mean, I've always been pretty good shot, but I can't give her up. <laughs> she, she's yeah. a killer. I just can't give it up. I mean, that bow, I think it's 17 years this season, I believe. Right now, I've had her. Holy shit. Just, that, thing, yeah, that, just, that thing's knocked some deer down. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I just can't. And I might say, I don't know if that's weird or what, or, but it, I guess it just gives me confidence. You know what I mean? Because I hate to go buy a new bow and then I miss one, then I'll throw the damn thing in the garbage. I don't care what it costs. I'm pulling her back out. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, and Cody and I are the same way on a lot of shit, just like that. You know, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And yeah. if it's working, the shit is working, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you're only as good as your last at bat, and the shit was just working fine then. Yeah. So why do we yeah. need it? But holy hell, 17 years on a bow, man. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure it's 17. I think it was 05 when I bought it. So, yeah, that's getting up there. Yeah, it's, it's cooking still. <laughs> All right, here we'll get back into the into the nitty gritty. Uh, you, your first year on, an, on this property, and you're going in for your first rut. What's the first thing that you would do if you just stepped onto this here this week? What would be the first thing you would do? Now, if it, now if this would say I had seven days, new piece of public land, uh, say I was out of state hunt, I guess we could say, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I'd, I'd probably take the first day and scout. I, I would probably put me personally, um, I'd have to stand on my back, of course, you know what I mean? Um, but I think I would be in, unless I found something super hot, um, I would scout until I found something that I feel it's hot. And I would probably, that would be a situation there. Um, I would go in, I would scout the shit out at least half the day, find a place for an afternoon, hang at set, hunt that evening, come back into that set the next morning and hunt it. If it's not what I want, I pull it and I do repeat that process. That's how I'd handle that situation. In a new piece, I have no experience. Then I'm going to get a little more mobile in that situation. I got no historical data. I have nothing to go off of. So now... That's where it's all in season scout. You know what I mean? So that's what I would do. I would scout at least half first day, hang that set for an evening hunt, give me a morning the next day. If I'm not liking it, repeat that process until I get in. Now, once I get into something I feel pretty good about, I think I could put two, three days in. Then I'm going to put all my chips in the middle. I'm going to put some time in and try to kill. So just a breakdown of what we got going on, you know, really, this time of year, really utilize those faithful spots that you had there's a reason the bucks were there you had the encounters there you want to be real close to doe bedding if you can you want to be in a pinch point or some other you know geographical area where there's a lot of deer going to be there other than just bedding um you want to hunt all day if you're in a good spot um and try to make it happen and uh you don't want to give up if you have a one bad hunt there you want to give it two three four days to really try and make it happen Especially if you got some information, the 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 you know it's some data to go off of, either historical or in season. Now, you got some pieces of the puzzle there. You know, put some time in. Don't don't bounce every day. All right. Well, if there's one thing that you haven't said that you could tell someone from this second to ninth, uh, what would it be? Uh just just uh, you know, be confident. You know what I mean? Don't don't. It, you're getting towards the end of the season now. Sometimes you know what I mean. We've been you probably been going at it for. 
five weeks, six weeks. You know what I mean? Um, you're seeing a lot of people posting a lot of dead bucks up on. You're feeling like, you know what? I'm the only guy's not killing one. It's not. Just just be confident. Be confident. Go off your postseason scouting, your in-season scouting, your trail cam data. Put all that together. You're in the right spot. Just be confident. Put the time in. Don't get yeah. frustrated. You need a work that said embra- a T-shirt that says embrace the grind. Yeah, That's yeah, and it's true. It is a grind. Just embrace it. It's it. Yeah. Remember, we do this because we love it. It's a passion for all of us. It is hard and it is frustrating. But remember, we only get so many of these these seasons in our life. So enjoy it. Yeah, one hundred. All right, homie. You yeah, got anything else? No, I, I think that that was a really great answer because it is your starting to get the bucks locked down here you know maybe the ninth or so they're starting to slow up just a smidge and uh, you know you kind of feel like this shit is starting to slow down you know it's coached and it's easy to get into that trap of like man you know it's you just slowing like down you already now. Got so, it done. yeah you sure. already got it yeah. done you know your three three buddies out there just smoking one so, <laughs> yeah yeah um and yeah just just like you said just go in there and be confident and it's it's tough it's tough to do it's tough to do but that's where that mental aspect comes in and um, it can definitely carry you through to the to the end a little better than yep. If, yep. if you did it. Yep. All right, brother. Well, we appreciate you coming on and uh, can't wait to see what you lay down this season. All right, man. Appreciate it. Good luck to you guys. All right. Well, there you have it. This is my favorite time of the year to hunt, and Ryan has a lot of success during this time of year. Um, I had success just here. Um, yes, we know when I'm recording this intro the, the day before this on, uh, you know, just hunt those bedding areas in the evening and try to get as close to them as you can. These bucks are going to be cruising no matter what the temp. So try to make it have, happen. Um, we love you guys. Appreciate you tuning in all the way to the end of this episode and following along with the Rutcation series. I um, always try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy and why till legacy is out. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.